Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. Hey, welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and we put them on our big list. Uh, this is an episode that we're doing. I don't remember which episode anymore. It's a special episode. We have a guest. We have Christian. He picked Extreme Prejudice. Uh, let's roll the trailer now. Oh, hopefully there is one. Somewhere in America, a secret war is being waged. This is a case of national security. Go. A war of deception. It's a daylight hit. I come over to talk about the bomb that went off yesterday. I got two people dead. By a phantom army. Sergeant Buck Adwater killed Laos in 74. How can they be officially dead and two of them locked up in there? It's classified. Now, he's the only one that stands in their way. I got a feeling the next time we run into each other, we're going to have a killing. Termination with extreme prejudice. Anyone could be the enemy. Tell the FBI to kiss my... Want to tell me about it? I can't talk about it. I got to do something about it. Nothing is what it seems. What the hell's the military robbing banks in Texas for? And unless he can stop them... It's poison. Everything he stands for is at stake. Very unusual. What is? Ordering the termination of an American civilian peace officer, clearly loyal to the country and in the process of bringing a known criminal to justice. What we're going to do is we're told. Right, Sergeant? Kill him. Kill him like an animal. The only thing that ever scared the hell out of me, Cash, was myself. We are space-age high-tech, and we get caught by some stone-age cowboy. Nick Nolte. Extreme Prejudice. Hey guys, so uh, like I said, my name's John. Uh, this is the podcast. We're watching movies. We're putting them on our list. We have a guest. Christian is back with us. Um, before we get to him, though, with oh, he's also picked a, a, a really awesome movie. Um, before we get to him, James and Dustin, how are you? Oh, great. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. Thanks, John, for asking. But how are you, man? How are you? Yeah, how are you doing, bud? I'm not wanting to host... <laughs> come on I didn't come in here expecting that today actually I mean in the back of my head I suppose I did <laughs> you see the truth the truth is he knew he knew uh, the people demand it the know. millions Christian back with us after your last amazing pick of Ricochet oh, oh yeah and I think that you've come really uh, Christian let me uh, we'll get to Christian uh, just keep introducing him and don't let him speak. Before we get to Christian, though, I want to talk about, uh, you know, just like what's happened in your guys' lives. Oh, my God. So, uh, Christian, let's just bring you in right away. And then I'll, inter- I'll introduce this film. How have you been? 
what's life been like since you got the action action bump <laughs> oh it's been incredible yeah. it's such a life-changing experience people are you in the just yeah. recognizing me <laughs> right. shouting from the rooftops right. they recognize Everybody, your voice uh yeah exactly everyone recognizes my voice but you know uh, just, I'm good. You, I'm just I'm just trying to survive right now. Canada kind of sucks, you know. Gas prices, housing market, uh, the world's going to shit. But you know what? I'm here with you boys. I'm having some drinks, talking a movie. Yeah, I, we're doing okay. I must say, we're doing okay. Well, we're over here on the the liberal elite west coast. <laughs> uh, we all own our own houses and we all drive Teslas, <laughs> so none of this shit really matters. Fair uh, Plus our our hydro prices are like wicked low. Um, <laughs> our gas prices are. What's the gas over there cost? That's a very Canadian question. Oh, it's like last time I saw it was like one sixty, but it was like that's yeah, nothing. Like oh, bitch, we got you. We got you beat by forty cents. <laughs> oh my god! You don't hear us complaining. Yeah, it's well, you do. Mac. You, you do. guys got it good out there. We're in we're in Ontario. We're getting shit on left, right, and center. <laughs> Yeah, North We're America's being shit on. That's hole. what it is. We're being shit on. We're being. Shit and you know on. what else? <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought uh, an incredible movie that I'll introduce after we do a little bit of seek and destroy. Yeah, sink or swim, sink as or I like swim. to call it. <laughs> sink or swim. So, uh, as the guest, Christian, uh-huh. is there something that you've watched this week that you want to just you know Absolutely. be like that was uh, sick. Yeah, for Seek. Uh, not gonna lie, I went to see the new Michael Bay movie, Ambulance. Oh, yeah. It's it's actually really fun. It's definitely, like, his most accessible and, like, probably his best movie to date. Just because really? it's, like, yeah, pretty, the whole thing is pretty much just, like, a Grand Theft Auto heist mission plus, like, a five-star, five like, char, uh, car chase. So, like, it's, <laughs> it's a whole lot of shit's going on. It's fun. Jake Gyllenhaal is the main character. He's... He's fucking Nick Cage it up in this thing. It is awesome to see. Awesome. He's always really well. There's also uh, that guy from Aquaman and Candyman, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen II. Yeah. He plays like Black Manta, he, and he was the main character in Candyman. He's really cool too. Also, Isa Gonzalez. Uh, she's from Baby Driver. She was John mm-hmm. Hamm's girlfriend in that. She's awesome too. It's honestly a lot of fun, dude. Like, there's still like, still kind of the weird michael bay humor that you don't really understand and some frantic editing but like oh yeah just the, it's it's called it's yeah called, it's called cocaine yeah 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 <laughs> basically yeah but and, like oh and milk i guess and milk yeah got milk yeah but what he's doing with the camera like he's actually doing some like gorgeous like wide shots and like he's using like like drones in a crazy way like he's flying drones like over the action you can see everything that's going on there's one wide shot that's really fucking awesome like the ambulance is driving in the LA river and two helicopters mm-hmm. are chasing it. Jake Jill Hall's just out the window. Blah, 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 blah. It's, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely one of his most accessible films to date. I like, like a lot of people have issue with the style, but this one, I would say, go see it. It's, it's a lot of fun. That's uh, cool. I, I mean, I, I was listening to another podcast and they were actually saying really, really great things about it, but they were yeah. saying that like Michael Bay pretty much killed movies and now yeah. his best movie that he's done in like 20 years is suffering uh-huh. because of the Sonic of the, 2 baby it's because of the culture he's created has pretty much like killed his own movie yeah but also like the movie ambulance flatlined at the box office and sonic the hedgehog 2 made 71 million dollars wow 
and his movie made like nine. So I didn't know that. I would have thought wow. this would have been a surefire hit. Yeah, I was I was looking it up. I was just like, oh, a kids movie, but seventy one million. But all, it's not just kids. It's people who've played the Sonic games and stuff. Yeah, it's but, John. It's John Carpenter. Um, <laughs> who else would be there? John, I don't know. The, John, the first Sonic movie is kind of fun. I like I the mean, first yeah, Sonic movie. I agree. It's fun. It's totally fun. J- just for Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. I like. I thought it was funny. Like fun. Yeah, that's cool. Also, what else have I watched? Oh, I watched uh, Darkman because I've been oh. listening to Bla- Blank Check and they're going through Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah. And I'm fucking excited. You guys listen to <laughs> Blank Check, right? Uh, I listen to Blank Check. I do. Yeah. I, ha- I haven't listened to it in a little while. I got to get back on it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they're hopping on Sam Raimi. Uh, Darkman, I remember buying it when I was like 10 years old at Walmart. And I, wa- I watched the fucking shit out of that thing. It, like, still to this day, it's, it's awesome what Sam Raimi does. Uh, is there uh, any movie you're excited for, John? Like uh, listening to the series? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, about? probably when we get to, like I, I haven't been listening to it, so they've already done like oh, Evil Dead Two and everything. Then, yeah, uh, uh, their previous uh, previous episode was just Dark Man, so they're still er- really early in his career. Do yeah. they, they skip over yeah. Evil Dead? No, no, yeah, they did Evil Dead. Okay. Uh, some movie he did Crime, Crime Wave. Wave. Yeah, yeah, Evil Dead Two, and I heard Crime. Is Crime Wave? Is that the one that was written by the Coen Brothers? Yes. It yes. Was. I it's, heard it is unbearable. It's not good. I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I know. I, I heard it was a good, so I skipped over it. But I like. I've always been a pl- uh, fan of. Uh, you ever seen A Simple Plan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That movie. That's a great movie. Sl- oh, it slaps. Very Coen. Very Coenish yeah. too. So. Yeah, I'm pumped for them to talk about it. But I, yeah, Dark Man. Oh, I, I would say the two movies I would be interested in hearing them talk about. Um, yeah. Most. Would probably be uh, the Quick and the Dead. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that movie's un- underrated because it's super underrated. I remember liking it and not talking about it when, like, even like twenty years ago, people were making fun of it and being like, "I kind of like <laughs> Quick and the Dead." <laughs> um, and uh, Drag Me to Hell. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a fun like, movie. So I think those are two like of his canon that are like kind of not talked about as much. Yeah, absolutely. Those would be really good. Yeah. Are they going to do any like TV, of his TV work? Um, I they usually do that for like Patreon episodes, like bonus stuff. So probably in there for sure. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. maybe they'll talk about uh, the Xena show or something. Did he really produce that or something? Man, Darkman. Uh, we should. We need to do Darkman on the show eventually. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's so campy. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like yeah, because uh, I was listening to the episode. Like he wanted to make a shadow movie, but then he could never pull it together. So he made Darkman, and it's like superhero slash like universal monster movie yeah yeah, like, didn't, yeah that's... didn't alec baldwin pl- play yeah, he did a shadow he, movie. he did a shadow yeah. movie the shadow oh, yeah, yeah. lamont cranston <laughs> i remember the not young man about time with his girl margot lane <laughs> yeah the shadow movie i don't remember it being good i, I remember no. liking uh dark man though oh dark yeah. man rules yeah well, i remember running that when we were kids james oh yeah i remember watching it anything uh, anything else christian uh, yeah, one more thing. Uh, have you guys watched uh, Ham and Tommy, the series? No, no, I haven't. On no. Disney Plus. Are you talking about yeah. the, Jan- the Jason Manzuka project? Uh, <laughs> or vehicle? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But he he plays uh, Tommy Lee's talking penis. Uh, <laughs> it's Le- is it made by Lake Bell? Ham and Tommy? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was made by Lake Bell. No, but I uh, honestly, I was I was expecting much from it, but I was generally pretty surprised just because like 
Lily James from Baby Driver, she plays Pam. Uh, Sebastian Stan plays Tommy. And they, like, sink it to these roles. Like, there were times I was watching it, and I just – I felt like I was watching the real people, like, have a conversation. Like, it's, it, I was surprisingly mm. really good. And just, like, the whole backstory about, like, how their sex tape was leaked and, like, what happened. I had no – I obviously – I've seen the sex tape. I was a horny <laughs> young boy. I've seen it on the internet. But, like, I didn't know the backstory behind it. And, like, it tells you the whole backstory, like, what happened, like, who stole it, and fucking how they uh, distribute it through the internet. And uh, it's actually really good. I definitely recommend it. Totally solid. Nice. Cool. Yeah. All right, James, who are you? Uh, all right. <clears throat> Let me let me pull it up here. James, you should do it here earlier so that you could prepare for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you doing? You're just fucking around, man. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, we haven't done this for a while, so I'm trying to remember. I haven't watched a lot of things lately, so this is kind of works for me. Uh, I watched Hard to Kill. Did I talk about that? I think you might have talked about Hard to okay. Kill. The Blood Bank. Yeah, the Steven Blood Bank. Seagal, take him to the Blood Bank. Uh, I actually watched a couple documentaries. Uh, I watched Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King. I thought it was kind of lame because it was... Uh, Is that like on Netflix or something? Yeah, it was on Netflix. It, it was... I was expecting there to be like... Because it's all about this crypto billionaire that all of a sudden died mysteriously. And it's like nobody could get the money. Okay. Because he had all the keys to the... Right. Was that a young guy that died? Yeah, it was a young guy. It's a Canadian guy. Yeah. It, it, it all happened in, like, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, They There was, like, a bunch of investigative journalism that was done to find out if he actually died, and it's, it's pretty much he he died. So... <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, um, I'll so, totally watch that. Spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, well that's why I'm saying, like, skip it. <laughs> skip like, yeah. sink, sink okay. that bitch. Don't watch it. <laughs> hey, guys, he's dead. Um, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, then I watched. Then I watched a movie called uh, Inferno. Oh, yeah. uh, with Jean Claude Van Damme. With Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Oh, oh, AKA Desert Heat. Yeah. Uh, that goofy. This this movie, like, we need to do this movie, uh, not because it's like really good, but because <laughs> it's just goofy, goofy as fuck. Like it yeah. is. It is weird. <laughs> And and cheesy but like hilarious too. Like it's it's really weird. Um, so this follows a uh, a veteran that's trying to uh, bring a motorcycle to uh, a friend of his, and then this local gang. This all takes place in like a desert. Mm-hmm. Um, this gang kind of like uh, beats him up and shoots him in the desert and then takes his bike and he's left for dead, but turns out he's not dead. And then he, he just, he comes into the so town. Un- unlike the crypto King, he was still alive. Yeah. He comes into town and just, he just starts killing people like just no problem killing people. And then he like, uh, gets the townspeople to help him get rid of bodies and stuff. Like it's really weird. And uh, I've never seen that one. I remember when it came out on video because it was like the first, as I recall, it was like Van Damme's first direct-to-video movie after his, you know, theatrical runs of movies that he had done. And so I remember seeing it on the shelf and I was like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) I mean, I think it would be a fun movie to do on the episode. Sounds interesting. Because it's wacky enough. Um, And then... 
I haven't watched it yet, but Netflix keeps um, recommending the knockoff with. Uh, oh yeah, Van Damme and uh, and oh, uh, Rob Schneider. Off? Rob Schneider. Yeah, uh, I've like, seen that one. What the fuck? <laughs> you think you think Inferno's wacky? Just wait till you watch Knockoff. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Oh man, it is. I saw Knockoff yeah, on a plane once. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's by the same guy who did Double Team, so it's like super yeah. out there, super weird. Uh. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I watched a documentary called Return to Space, which is a uh, Elon Musk SpaceX documentary. I mean, say what you want about Elon Musk and who he is as a person, um, but the whole SpaceX journey is pretty crazy and like what they, they've been able to do. And, and it kind of dives into like the people behind spacex and like how how they went through all these struggles and how they built it up and and where they are today so it's it's pretty interesting um so i would say check that out nice um that's it that's kind of all i've watched that's it Dustin, you're up. All right. I got, I got a few interesting ones this week that I watched. I watched a, a movie called Rolling Vengeance. This is a Canucksploitation flick. Oh, okay. Guy, his, uh, his family gets killed by these evil, evil rednecks and whose father is Ned Beatty. There, He's like the leader of these terrible ne'er-do-wells. This guy decides he's going to get revenge by building a monster truck. That has a giant drill bit on the front of it. Nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's got like flame, big flaming exhaust uh, pipes and keep, stuff. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep, <laughs> keep going. going. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, one by one, he sort of goes around and like, you know, mows down all these. This, there's like, for some reason, there's like five or six of these sons. Oh yeah, because Ned Beatty, there's a joke of Ned Beatty. They're all like from different mothers. Oh, uh, I see. So they're... There's all his sons, but they're all from different ladies. Because he's got the one where he's like, your mother was my favorite, so you're in charge, or whatever, this kind of stuff. Their mothers were all trash, and stuff like that. Anyway. I mean, I'm looking at the poster right now. The poster's the, amazing. The poster is amazing. Uh, it's not the greatest movie, but it's it's fun enough. Is this uh, on Tubi? Because I'll check it, it out. It might be on Tubi. Take a look for it. Uh, so yeah, he just he goes around mowing people down with his tr- this truck, and... Um, it, the only problem is the monster truck is a lot more fun than the guy. The, like, right. the, the hero is pretty boring in it. Like, he's just very vanilla, nothing interesting about him. But it, it's still a pretty decent time. Um, and then I watched uh, a really cool movie called Death Game from the 70s. Death Game? Yeah, okay. now this is like a precursor to like funny games kind of movie where uh, this guy played by um, Seymour Castle, he's his wife and kid go out of town. These two young women come to the, to his door during a, a rainstorm and they want to use his phone to call their friends. They're supposed to go to some party. They're in the wrong area. Yeah. So he lets them in and like, you know, they seem normal and whatever. But then like, as the movie progresses, they start acting weirder and weirder and they start first. He like has like a steamy three way with them. And then they start acting like super, fucked up towards him and then they won't leave his house and then they like uh, end up uh eli roth actually remade this movie a couple years ago i was it's called gonna say knock, knock. Like, yeah. Knock, yeah. yeah is that with isn't oh. that with keanu, is keanu. That with keanu, keanu was in it yeah, yeah uh-huh. so yeah, that was a remake of this movie um it's actually pretty well done uh it's 
is very like the suspense just kind of builds and builds where you, where you get like kind of a white knuckle situation where it's like mm. um and so you know they're gonna kill him and they've got him tied up and they're doing just doing all this fucked up stuff to him and uh, it was supposedly based on a true story but from what i understand that's it's just horseshit like it never didn't actually happen like this or anything but uh but it was actually pretty entertaining it's a, it's a little bit like a little bit sleazy but it also you can tell the director was trying to get some some ideas across in it so i, I think it's interesting and last i'll mention i watched uh x the new ty west movie. Uh, so i don't want to know anything about it because i'm watching it either tonight or tomorrow Okay, well, I don't say much. I'll just say that I really enjoyed it. It was his best movie in a while. Best, probably his best movie since House of the Devil, in my opinion. I love House of the Devil. Um, yeah, it looks great. All the actors are, do a really good job. It's like they're really fun characters. And it goes in, it, it, despite being, you know, very much Texas Chainsaw influenced. It definitely goes in some directions I didn't know or expect, so it's got some it's got some weird shit going on. So you saw it, yeah. Christian, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, really good. It's just like a throwback to like seventies, eighties horror. It's just mm-hmm. so well done. His be- his best movie since House of the Devil for sure. Yeah, I Absolutely. agree. Yeah, yeah, so I really liked it. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it again because it's there's enough fun, crazy shit in it too. Uh, yeah. And it's got like a good, it's got good gore, but it doesn't go like. If it went over the top, it would start to feel silly, and he doesn't yeah. do that either. So yeah, for sure. There, there's acceptable amount. Yeah, yeah. John, cool. I only want to talk about one thing that I watched, and it's a film called The Outfit. I'm not sure if anyone's oh, heard of it. I've I heard saw of that. it. Yeah, I saw um, it. yeah, I I really liked it. You haven't heard of it, Dustin? I heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, Christian? Uh, a lot of people like like really loved it i like i didn't absolutely love it but it was very well done for because yeah first time director really low budget like obviously and the best part of that movie is mark rylance one thousand percent i would say he fucking kills it but like yeah overall it's just really like good low budget movie it didn't blow me away or anything but i had a good time with it absolutely i really liked it a lot i thought it went in a lot of directions that i wasn't expecting yeah Uh, it's also good to see like this type of film come back this kind of like I don't know. Like, yeah, it's it reminded like, me a lot of like Reservoir Dogs, like one book location, and they use like as much as they can with it, kind of. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. a, kind of a slow burn, and you don't really understand what's going on, and everybody's got an angle, and you don't know who to trust mm-hmm. up until kind of the end, and then it is kind of like a, oh okay, I guess yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess this happens. Yeah, I guess this happened, and it, yeah, but yeah. but I think it works, and it's really well shot. Um, I thought the, yeah, I thought they did a really good, he did a really good job. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'd recommend that. I got nothing to not recommend. I don't know. Uh, don't watch, um, don't watch Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> just don't watch you. Just don't watch it. Just don't do it. <laughs> Why? There was a drive-by fruiting. It was her. It was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to gaslight you. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the movie, our movie for the week. Christian, do you want to do you want to do this? Do you want to kind of read a synopsis? Read a synopsis. Tell us you want to. You want me to take care of that? You you can go for it. I'm gonna say you brought a film that I had never heard of. Oh yeah. Uh, which isn't cra- that's not crazy to hear about. <laughs> Dustin, did you know about this film? Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it for a while, but I figured we would do it at some point, and here we are. I thought it was called Hell or High Water. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Shots fired. <laughs> Hell or High Water is a 
is a much better film. I than thought this. it was called The Wild Bunch. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Hell or High Water has. Is, how do you get Hell or High Water from this? Well, there's some. You don't get this. Hell or High Water, a series, a, a movie in which like two brothers rob a series of banks while a a sheriff locations feel it. It's a location. It's a western style modern yeah. western. Yeah. Similar. Like it's very there's similar. All right. This yeah, this plot is a little too complicated. Like first time I watched it, I didn't really get what was going on. But like after I watched it another time, I'm like, okay, I kind of understand what's going on. Here. I'm not gonna give it that much credit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a so Extreme Prejudice is a 1987 film 144 minutes I'm just reading from IMDB uh, a Texas stranger and a ruthless narcotics kingpin they were childhood friends now they are adversaries which is a really 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 shitty tagline <laughs> yeah it's um, a very brief synopsis Yeah, that's yeah, the synopsis uh, how about this this is from the poster um, six soldiers officially heroes officially dead using advanced weaponry to operate outside the law. Now they're up against a Stone Age cowboy with just a rifle and a tin badge. The odds are even. <laughs> hey, that's that's not too Which bad. Which is pretty sick. That's a pretty badass. Also not really what happens in the film. No. Um, both kind of misleading, but this is a really interesting film. Yeah. Uh, it's... It, well, I was gonna say it, it's directed by uh, Walter Hill. Yeah, uh, we've written covered, by. We've covered Mr. Hill a couple times on the show, The Driver. Uh, and, the Driver and uh, Forty Eight Hours. We did. Yeah, and it stars uh, Nick Nolte, Powers Booth, Michael Ironside, uh, Maria Conchada Alonso, Rip Torn, Clancy Brown, William Forsyth. It goes on and on and on. What a it's cast! A, it's tiny, a crazy cast. Tiny Listers crazy. in there somewhere. We got Mickey Jones Such in there. Such a tough cast too. Like, could you have gotten a tougher crew together at this yeah. time? We even got we even got Lynn Shea in there for one second. Yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like two seconds. She's like, uh, I'm sorry, blah blah blah, like whatever she says. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I I imagine. I wonder what it would have been like to have been around these people yeah, while filming this set, in a the of, a lot of personalities. The late eighties. Oh, I know. We, I, I think we I think we could tell from like the climax, like everyone is sweating profusely. So I I, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess we could all know what was going on on that set. Powers Booth is like oh, slick, man. slick with him, sweat. Oh, yeah. him with his. With his shirt open, I just thought of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. I'm like, damn, this guy's glistening. He's so sweaty. He is. I mean, he's also supposed to be the one that's like doing a yeah. bunch of coke and stuff in the movie. Oh yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a fun movie, and I'd never watched it. I've been aware of it for a little while, but it wasn't one that I knew about like since I was a kid or anything. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, I only became aware of it probably a few years ago. So it's one of those ones that slipped through the cracks for sure for me. So for you, yeah. Christian, like, what's your history with this? Like, why did you pick it? What were you thinking? Well, uh, my history uh, it has to start with Walter Hill. And just the first thing I ever uh, got exposed that was Walter Hill was it wasn't a movie. Did you guys ever play the Warriors video game? <laughs> no, no. No? Which, which system was that on? PS2. You never heard of it? Oh, man. No, I never okay. played it. This, oh, yeah. This, yeah. Okay. We pl- yeah. You played it. We did? Yeah. Yeah, we had it at one point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, basically, this came. This thing came out maybe like 2005. I want to say I saw commercials everywhere, and I'm like, "Buy me this game, mom." And she's like, "Okay." And then like I beat, like I played through that thing like at least five times. But like after I beat it the first time, I went through like the video game extras. I was looking at all this crap, and it said Warriors movie trailer, and I was just like, 
There's a, there's a, there's a movie? movie? Yeah, I'm like, the fuck? And then, like, I watched the trailer. I'm like, okay. So, like, I go on Amazon. I buy the DVD. I watch the DVD. One of my favorite movies growing up, The Warriors, fucking mm-hmm. rules. And the game was, like, so in-depth. Like, you play through the entire, like, whatever happens in the movie, plus, like, prequel missions. There's so much content. And then after I watched The Warriors, I'm like, okay, like, Walter Hill, like, I like this movie. So I watch more. I watch 48 Hours. I watch another 48 Hours, Last Man Standing, Red oh, Heat, yeah. Trespass, Undisputed, and then that uh, Stallone movie he did, Bullet to the Head. I watched that too. Even though it wasn't that great, it was still fun. But then this was one of the movies that always, like, I'm like, oh, like, the poster looks cool. Like, it sounds cool. I Like, I Nick Dolte is awesome. Powers Booth is awesome. So, like, I tried to find it, tried to track it down all this time. And I could never find it anywhere. And then I finally... Because, I, 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 yeah, uh, like DVD-wise, there's only like a French one, a German one, and a Scandinavian one. And then what I showed you before, the four-pack. Yeah, pack. fair. You were showing us I, yeah, this beautiful four-pack yeah, DVD yeah, combo. Yeah, yeah four-pack with Bangkok Dangerous, the four and Universal Soldier. Yeah, this, this was the only thing I could find. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to watch it. And it's just a lot of fun, man. Just like, like 80s, like dick swinging, masculinity, plus... <laughs> drug trade and plus just like bad the blood squibs in this thing oh my god oh yeah yeah that was so nice yeah people are erupting and exploding and <laughs> fucking rules like i'm just like like holy shit yeah but like i finally watched this movie and you guys uh yeah i think it was dustin or james who invited me on the show again and i was like i had a couple of options but i rewatched this and i was just like this is the one i have to go to because the last one I brought was Ricochet. I'm like, where do I go from there? So yeah. this, this this was a this was a this was a good second. I thought. Yeah, this is a this is a different direction because you're not gonna yeah. out crazy Ricochet. So you gotta you gotta find a different way to go. And I think this was a good choice for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, talking about the blood squibs, like you know, we've talked oh. about a couple movies lately where we're like, oh man, but there just isn't. They don't have good squibs. Yes, yeah. this is. Blood script city. Yeah, overload. <laughs> yeah, it's just there, there are chunks flying out of these people. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, thinking like, this is like the perfect amount of yeah, squibs. Yeah, this, yeah, is, what this, it, this is, is what it should always be. It should always yeah. top, should be like this in Top Dog with Chuck Norris. Hell yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm, I'm going to see that dog get shot up. <laughs> Christian, did you watch Top Dog? Uh, no. Uh, uh, I what, What's... Why are you st- why are you such a coward? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of a Chuck Norris movie that I've watched. Oh, you should watch Top Dog. I think you'd get a oh, kick yeah. out of it. I think oh, we brought yeah. that I've up seen, actually I've on the it. episode. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen Canine with uh, Jim Belushi. I think this is I think this is a a, a more fun experience. Okay, oh, it, it's I'll, hilarious. I'll, I'll add it to my list. <laughs> it is. List. It's it's pretty wacky. <laughs> uh, like the plot is yeah pretty crazy for a kids movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, extreme prejudice. Uh, James, did you? I guess no, you haven't seen this. I, I yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, never even heard of it. Um, yeah, didn't know what to expect. Uh, I I love the feel, the like modern. Well, I mean, this is what the eighties, so yeah. modern, yeah, yeah. modern, modern western, yeah, modern western. Um, this is like the right way to do a modern western. I feel like it's. It's a lot easier if you have certain settings. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you've got a Texas Ranger, so he's already a fucking like cowboy gunslinger guy. Yeah. Uh, it's easier to do if you kind of set it properly like this. But but it also f- 
falls in line with a lot of westerns they have these shootouts and a lot of people die and so it's it, it's the same thing in this movie mm-hmm. like i'm thinking of the gas station right the one uh, the sheriff yeah, dies yeah. so yeah. Rip, rip torn gets ripped torn oh my <laughs> rip into oh man but i actually loved him in this movie too just to like typical rip torn just hit me to fucking like total like asshole cop it's just like he's, he's awesome he's great retro would have been yeah. an asshole cop if he didn't like doing cocaine so much that the guy <laughs> that, the guy that pops out and like shoots him with the uzi and kills him he's got like the big red hair like long yeah. red hair and the beard we, we talked about him a while ago in some other movie we did because he's uh-huh. a guy that just you see that guy's face all the time and shit and he's always got a role like this where he just isn't he in shows up for, like, one scene. he's probably in roadhouse he's probably oh, in like eight movies i think he done. actually yeah, yeah he's always just some like big fat hick yeah he just... <laughs> oh yeah i mentioned his name yeah we talked about him on another movie we covered a while back um but it's just funny talking about mickey jones yeah mickey jones yeah mickey yeah. jones the first time i saw mickey jones uh he was in the uh the binford band on home improvements <laughs> Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you just brought me back. Holy shit! <laughs> he's in tons of stuff. He's in Justified. Like he's yeah, he's, he's in always everything. popping up, and he's always like you know muscle. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, he gets to he gets to gun down Rip Torn in this. Uh, mm-hmm. This to me definitely felt like um, Walter Hill doing like his Sam Peckinpah movie. Oh like, yeah, that that finale alone, dude. I, like, yeah, total wild are, bunch finale. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it just that, that that's the tone. Like their tones are already kind of they share sensibilities already. Mm-hmm. Um, and Walter Hill wrote like the getaway for Peck and Paw and stuff. So, th- but this does definitely feel to me like his sort of homage to that that wild bunch kind of. I mean, obviously you don't have the same storyline or anything, but it has that same feeling. And, like, the, the finale is just wild. But we should probably save that and talk about some of the other shit Guys, that happens. I, I have to mention for Travis, uh, a previous guest, um, that hillbilly guy, he's in Hunter's Blood, Oh, too. that's where it came up, was Hunter's Blood. Hunter's we talked Blood. About Hunter's Blood, the backwoods slasher movie, yeah. Making the connections. <laughs> connections. Connect, connect the, the dots. dots. <laughs> okay. Connect them. Um, so yeah, so this movie, basically we learned like Nick Nolte and Powers Booth grew up together. They're, they're buddies. Now they're on two different sides of the law, right? Nick Nolte is the, uh, is the Texas Ranger. Powers Booth is the big time Coke dealer. Yeah. Um, See, like Reminds me of another Phil, a little, little, little thing that I want to get into, which is a TV show called Justified. Uh, which makes me feel like a little Timothy Oliphant, Walton Goggins. Yeah, yeah. And I want to set this up, and I was going to say it later at the end. Sorry, James, I didn't mean to cut you off. I want to say this going to think about maybe while we we talk about the show. Does this not seem like a backdoor pilot for a TV show in a lot of ways? You'd have to change a couple things. 100%. But really, I think that if this was made... Yeah, if it was a newer property than 80s this could have been a really really epic tv show yeah like a, like a great show or mini series but that's the thing i was reading up and supposedly this was like 45 minutes longer but they like you could tell while watching it this thing is like kind of butchered to shit because like yeah. some scenes don't really go together and yeah. like like some like yeah like even uh 
spoiler for that that buddy bomb scene like when that goes off <laughs> and then it just cuts to nick nolte interrogating some dude and then you don't learn why the bomb even happened until like like 10 yeah, minutes later. yeah yeah right. yeah like there's a lot of like cut there's a lot there's a lot cut out of it, this and even like walter hill's been a victim of that like even like another oh, yeah. 48 hours like that that was supposed to be like two and a half hours and they cut that that down to like an hour and a half they just keep fucking with this guy I think you could have made a really, really great TV show out of this first season. Yeah. Uh, and then you could have had the, you know, the two main, you know, characters, for lack of a better term. Um, I mean, that's that's two great adversaries to go up against each other. Yeah, and they could have kept going. I mean, you got Jack versus Cash. Like, you know, you... Yeah. And, and it's all about, like, the border. And, like, one season, one of the characters goes across the border for the whole season. Another season, like, it's Cash a, comes across good, the... Uh, you know it's a I good mean? point, because, like, even watching the movie, like, and as much as I enjoyed it, the thing that held it back for me a little bit from being, like, truly great was I needed a little more meat on the bone for these these two characters, especially yeah. these two main characters, where, yeah, like you're sure. saying, Christian, it's, it does seem like stuff was cut where we could have established a little bit more about who they are and, like, why would Maria Conchita Alonso decide she's, <laughs> yeah. she's going to go with the big yeah. drug dealer guy over to Mexico yeah, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, like, and that kind of sucked, like too. It was suffering a little bit in that yeah. regard. Well, that, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's, like, it's an 80s movie, so obviously the only woman character is just a fucking yeah. trophy for these guys to write right over, basically. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, she... She barely, barely has a character. She sings at a bar and like, and like, she used to fuck Powers Booth. That's about it. Yeah, we know that she's been with both well, of them, and yeah, they exactly. both, they both love her. She kind of both yeah. loves both of them. Cash was her uh -huh. first. Um, yes, yes, he was. <laughs> uh, so what I, what I want to say, what I, what I think is so interesting about that, that you bring it up, I want to know a, why she left. Because they allude that there was like reasons, and I mean, you they have Nick, an argument. But you look but at Nick Nolte, and you're like, "Well, of course, there's been a fight." <laughs> you don't talk. <laughs> so then you won't talk. So then yeah. she goes, she goes to Mexico, and then uh, you know, Jack's like, "Oh, you know, like I've come for, I've come for Sarita," and Cash is like. Yeah, you can have her back. It's not really working out, but we don't really understand why. So I'm saying, yeah. if you if you made this a TV show, like even a miniseries, at least you could flesh yeah. all of that right. out. Yeah, because like, yeah, I feel like there is so much. I I just feel like this movie, uh, like I I understand it probably would have made more sense uh, the 45 minutes that were in there, but um, I mean it's two different movies. And you've, got a, you've got a seriously divided A and B plot that exactly. do eventually come yeah. together. Yeah, not, like, not gonna lie, when I first watched this movie, I thought I put it in the wrong disc because it's just like you're introduced <laughs> to all these guys first. And I'm just like, okay. And then the credits start and it says Nick Dolte, Powers Booth. I'm like, well, where are they? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what's right. going on? We meet, the, we <laughs> yeah. meet this team of like yeah. black Don't get me wrong. I, I love, I love the whole like, guys. Yeah, the gang is getting back together sequence. Yeah, yeah. And the gang is yeah, awesome. Like, yeah, it's yeah, you like, yeah, you got Michael Ironside walking in down an escalator with sunglasses. Okay, cool. Clancy Brown in a cowboy hat and a beard. Cool. Fuck yes. William Forsythe beat an asshole and sexually harassed. Of course. Women. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. What's I fucking name? love William Forsythe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's asking this girl, you Italian? You Italian? Then he sees the cowboy girl and he's just like, Baby, as long as I got a face, you got a place to sit. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah, Jeez. that's William Forsythe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah and like and of course we just we talked just talked about stone cold again recently and he's yeah, just oh, so great and like so just good. feel like a, one of those underappreciated character actors that played such a good like scumbag yeah. guy yeah, Sco- but he's actually Cole, kind of a good guy in this in a weird way yeah uh yes and no yeah he's an sort anti-hero of. yeah yeah anti-hero. yeah <laughs> um but yeah so we have that introduction of this team and we're like well what the fuck's going on with these guys because what they're doing for a long time has nothing to do with the rivalry between nick nolte and uh yeah, and Powers it, it finally it finally comes together like kind of at the climax because then like you get you get a sense of like what the whole purpose is well once, then, yeah, just... once michael ironside comes to him and to nick yeah. nolte and tries to like tell him he's a da agent and he wants his yeah. help and uh-huh. it, it gets it gets it's it gets a little convoluted as to what's going on and like yeah but i i did figure out like the reveal before you know before it came that you know of mm-hmm. course michael ironside was dirty and all this stuff that we find out but yeah, um but i just i i feel like it, it weakens everything because you're not satisfied with the the a story you're not satisfied with the b story because they're completely separate so you want you want more development with um the the group the the military group you want more character development more what's going on with that and you want a bigger payoff in the end Mm -hmm. but then you also want more development with nick nolte and what's going on yeah and so that's actually john's point is a good one is that it actually would have made a better it almost would have made a better like hbo show or something right yeah well even even with the extra 45 minutes i read like there was a whole character that was cut out and it was some cia guy so it was like Michael Ironside, like, like communicating with the CIA, but also working for Cash Bailey, and that would have made things even more confusing. Which is yeah, like, yeah. It's just like too many, too many. I things. think there and is like, like an allusion to that still in the yeah. actual movie too, where yeah, but, N- yeah. Nick Nolte and his deputy are talking about the CIA and, yeah. and how somehow they're involved too. So there's all this, yeah. yeah there's all this kind of confusion. Yeah, but, yeah, but what's in the movie? Like plot A and plot B. Like I'm interested in those things, but like when they come together, it's just not. It's it it doesn't totally pay off, but like I enjoy both things. But like when it comes together, it's just, eh, like action's cool. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a fun action movie. Yeah, that absolutely. that you feel like could have been a great like Walter Hill classic if if yeah. only a few tweaks had been made. I think, but yeah, um, for sure. But there's lots to like here, and like we were mm-hmm. talking about the you brought up the the gunfight at the gas station, James. Like that, that's when things I think really start to kind of pop off for the first time. Cause this is very much like a Walter Hill seventies paced yeah. action movie, even though it's an eighties movie, it has like the pacing of a seventies action movie. I think I would say that that gunfight at the gas station, um, other than like, you know, the gunfight at the end is crazy. The, the intense, yeah, yeah. the intense kind of gunfight that happens outside the bank, like that's cool. But but I feel like this gunfight that happens at the gas station is um, it's these two guys rolling up and, you know, they, they're not expecting to be ambushed. But you get that you get that real Western feel of here's the like posse or the gang is going to try yeah. to uh, try to kill the cops, kill the sheriff and uh, the yeah. what is he a ranger? Yeah. yeah. Texas Ranger, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you because, like, when they roll up there, it's like, 
it's the most I felt to like watching an actual western. Like they're club up with their horses. They're just like, oh, there's some bad guys in the saloon. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, and then yeah, that whole sequence is just like crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I did wish we kind of dived more into Nick Dolte's character because uh, in, in the beginning, uh, he, uh, him and Rip Torn, they uh, they they uh, get they the go board, to bust that like, guy. Yeah, yeah, they bust the guy, and the border patrol says that oh, this guy in a uh, orange pickup truck. Uh, they cut the fence, and they drove through, and they're dealing drugs for Cash Bailey. And you could see like when like Nick Nolte doesn't want to gun this guy down, and he's definitely do- done it like numerous times. And he's just like he can't even protect his own like people, like you know what I mean. So like yeah, obviously yeah. like he comes home and he's just like he feels like shit because he had to oh I had to gun down another poor dirt farmer because fucking they're not making <laughs> enough money, and like Cash Bailey's like oh like smuggle drugs for me i'll give you all the money you want but then obviously he's gonna have to end up killing them in the end but you know, yeah, but nick dolly's also kind of shit at his job oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and i feel like that's yeah. something that's never really addressed in a lot of these shows where it's like you're really fucking bad at what you do yeah <laughs> like because you like put your ethos like you put your like code yeah, his morality is, is above uh, above like mm-hmm. just yeah. Doing your job and being not being an asshole who kills, but people. that's part of it being a Western too, right? Yeah. Like you have to kind of adhere to the. Yeah, but this this was also really like late eighties, like war on drugs. It's like drug dealers are bad. We gotta shoot them in the fucking head. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine Nick Nick Nolte being like so against like doing drugs and like such a hard right Republican and then just like blasting blow off a hooker's ass and just like (laughs) being such a drunk, but like never being able to connect those dots. Just being like, what do you mean? Like, I have no idea. I'm allowed to. Uh, politics I'm, are, but, no, but he I plays. Can... A, he plays the right, the right sort of. Yeah, yeah. Leading I'm... guy really well in this movie. Yeah, like. yeah, I hope I'm saying when I say Nick Nolte, I don't mean like the human being Nick Nolte. I mean just like that <laughs> the character, the character that he's made of himself. Like, and not yeah. being able to just like see like how that's a like, those two ideas don't match up. Yeah, like for sure. you know. I mean, the thing is, is like, watching this movie, I. I honestly, other than the badge he had on, I really didn't give a shit about him too much. Well, that's because, like I say, like they don't they don't develop him very well. So, like, I think the interesting, like, I think Nick Nolte is actually a good actor, and I think he is perfect for this role, like the type of guy. Except every time that there even starts to be a little bit of emoting from him, yeah, then it's like, all right, cut. Let's get on to the like the next sort of. All I kind of get is. He's dealing with some shit. He's internalizing it all, right? Mm-hmm. And he won't talk, and that yeah. that and that's it. So, <laughs> so it's I like, told you. It's so I told typical. You, I don't want to talk about it right yeah. now. I have to go. <laughs> I don't want to discuss my feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she's like, like, well, yeah. fine. Then I'll just fuck off to yeah. Mexico then. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. She's also like, did Cash talk about me? And he's like, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so... he asked about you. Whatever. You, you're thinking of him, huh? You want to go fuck him, huh? <laughs> just... The answer is yes, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to? This beautiful man in a white suit oh man powers booth it's a sexy sweaty man oh man so i james cut this out of the podcast no because i think we have a million dollar idea in our hands i've just thought of a new a tv show pitch Mm -hmm. neo neo western similar to this 
except for it picks up just before Elvis Presley walks into the Oval Office and asks Richard Nixon for an honorary badge so he can fight <laughs> crime. Yeah. And he is blasted off of fucking Percocets. Oh, yeah. And he is just hunting down drug dealers. <laughs> He's like Steven Seagal. Now, that would be a yeah, 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 Elvis Presley. But yeah. it's it's like yeah. it's so it's it's all about how Steven Seagal is like an insane drug addict. You can call it hail <laughs> hail to the king. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like but he is like so focused on just like ending like ending the war on crime. <laughs> Oh, on, on drugs, sorry. Yeah, and drugs. he he's just like riding in the West and just like hunting down people and killing them, and then just like breaking open these capsules and snorting lines off his truck. His, his man, his agents, like, where's fucking Presley? He's supposed to go on stage in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell you, there's a show there, guys. Oh yeah, there it, is it, a it show. Would be, it, would, it would be like Am- uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but good. But but good with f- like lots of drugs. Lots of yeah. violence and like full frontal nudity, <laughs> male and female. A lot of like Presley has to hang dong, otherwise. Oh, Presley! Doing, yeah. oh, and, doing here? and you know what? He's not a grower or a shower, <laughs> <laughs> but he's still the king. Oh my god, that's a poster. Fam- he's might. not a grower. He's not a shower, but he's still the king. <laughs> His family might get upset if we put this yeah. show. No, yeah, like, exactly. no, it's it's uh, artistic license. It's a parody. You're allowed to be parody. Oh, I know you're allowed. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we get a lot of death threats. There's still a lot of Elvis fans, but they're dying off. So yeah, we'd be, we'd be all right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there's that there's that new mo- movie coming out. So we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see how many true King fans there are. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to have a heart attack in the theater. I saw him in uh, in concert once. Uh, I threw my pants. I'm going to go eat a deep fried uh, banana, peanut butter banana sandwich when I go see it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the special at the theater. All right, so we have favorite scenes. Do we have something that we want to talk about, Christian? Uh, oh, yeah, I have one favorite scene. It's it's not like anything special, but uh I kind of do love when William Forsyth... Yeah, special to me, because I think it's hilarious, just to the movie like this. Like, William Forsyth and that guy are driving the car and they get it stuck. It's yeah, just like... Right. It's, it's, it's so it's random. Like a, yeah, and, there's just, and then... Yeah, no, no, it is random, because it's just like... It does show that, like, this badass zombie unit team... Like, they're not all... There are a couple of idiots on there. <laughs> I, they're, they're just, like, deciding to, like... They're just deciding to like be like Lucas Black and Bow Wow and do some Tokyo Drift in the desert, and then they get stuck. And then they're then they're just arguing, and, and, and fucking he's just like he's like push, push, you fucking idiot. And then, and then because they are late, and because they they they're late for that, the robbery, uh, the bank yeah, robbery, because of that cock up, that 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 big, their one big black guy gets absolutely blown away from a doozy. And then everyone's just like, well, you should have been here. What the fuck is your problem? And then like, he's trying to jack up the car. They're trying to push it. And then like on the way, on the way to the bank, they're just swearing at each other. The one guy's like, fuck you, you fat idiot. And like stuff like that. It's just, <laughs> that's a, that's a key scene for me. Cause it's just so random. It shows like, oh yeah, like they got a huge cock up to this planet. And now one of their members is going to die. Well, I think they're hauling ass in the desert because yeah. they need to get to the robbery on time. But then that, of course, fucks them up even more. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it just doesn't seem like that. He's just like swerving. He's like, oh, like, he's like I'm having a party. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, you want to see a cool trick? Look what I learned. <laughs> and, then they, and then they totally fuck up. And then like just their whole like banter back and forth. 
Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's like this whole thing is fucked. Drive, motherfucker, drive. And he's like, and he's like, you better get in my shit, you ugly fat fuck. And they're just fucking <laughs> yeah, talking to yeah. each other, just busting balls. So I also I, that I, scene I also actually, I want to, but that scene is one of the things that really. And this is the last time I'll bring it up, but like, yeah. I wish I want I want more of all of these characters. Yeah, that's just, the thing because yeah, no, you absolutely. like I like the team so much. I want to just see more of. Them. I want to see more of them. I want to see like yeah. Clancy Brown is fucking awesome. Clancy Brown is so he's fucking like, good. He's yeah. like the good guy on that team, right? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, b- back to what James said. Just because like you start the movie off, you're like, okay, is this the right movie? But like as it goes on, I'm like. Nick Dolce is like not interesting. Like I'd rather like see a whole movie of Powers Booth than this fucking army team or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or even um, like yeah. Also another good scene is when uh William Forsyth and uh uh the the big dude are at the uh the employment office where Lin Shay is, and then they just yeah. start getting in a fight, and he's just right. like, "Hey, what what job do you want, asshole?" He's like, "Hey, Brillo Top, I'm talking to you, boy," and then they just start fighting, and then like. And then they get arrested, and he pulls like a surveillance thing out of his boot and like sticks it like to his cell. And I'm just like, does no one see what's going on? Here? <laughs> yeah. it's, just so, it's just like so goofy. I'm it's like, very okay. uh, A team. Yeah, there was a, it was a definitely an A team <laughs> feeling yeah, to yeah, me. Totally. But also yeah. the intro when we meet all the guys also kind of reminded me of the beginning of Commando. Oh yeah, because yes, yes. there's like the team of you know the the black ops whatever guys mm-hmm. militia guys. Um, you know, Bill Duke and stuff. So I, at first I was like, oh, what? Commando style right off the bat here. But it's funny that they do introduce that team first because they do end up being kind of the more fun part of the movie. And like the main story is supposed to be Nolte and Powers Booth, but we don't actually get them together that much. We have like their conversation in the desert when Nick Nolte kind of gives him his ultimatum, like, mm-hmm. he better stop dealing those drugs, you know? Or else, <laughs> yeah. like, and then uh, and he's Next just like, we beat, no. Next time we be, it's going to be a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, but you don't even you don't even get that the one guy is working with Cash. You don't even get them talking to each other. No. Yeah. No. Which is no, weird. Yeah, which yeah, which must just, be cut. It's kind of right? like he, yeah. he just reveals it at the end, and Clancy Brown like just like he's like, oh, like. So it was you all along. Like, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> He's got these guys doing this mission to rob this bank and and then go yeah, in and so infiltrate like, this compound, you know, because he's telling know? them that he this is his orders. Yeah, yeah uh, I I was just trying to like, was there a reason Michael Ironside was? I I understand they said to Nick Nolte that they were trying to catch Cash Bailey, but then in the bank he goes to his uh, uh, safety deposit box. He, box he steals like a couple books. And then he kills that guy in Mexico, but I'm just like, is he just trying to erase the fact that he was working with him? Or? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, like, like he's saying it's watch- the. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because even watching this movie, like, I understood more like the more I watched it, because it's still like you could piece it together, but like some of it is like still not explained. If you know what I'm saying, like you just have to like. No. It's not very cohesively yeah. laid yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, it's, it's it's I don't know. It's very clunky. It needs yeah. a. It's it's two movies put together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would say that they might have cut out certain scenes for time that weren't mm-hmm. exciting, but I'm guessing that they were narratively and like driven, like they were. Yeah. There's exposition. Like yeah. there's a lot of there's there there are exposition dumps in this film, which are like really really clunky. Yeah, for sure. Where you're just yeah, finding out information, and it's just like, well, how do you, like, you're talking about uh, when they're in like the grotto, 
at the end yeah. and it's like uh-huh. well how the fuck do you know each other like uh-huh. you we have no understanding so the audience is, has to put a lot together yeah and i yeah, think yeah, that because sure. we're watching this film with a certain irony in mind mm-hmm. because we've watched so many bad movies and i think a lot of times i don't know what you guys think james and dustin but like i think a lot of times i go into films thinking okay there's gonna be I'm watching this with a certain amount of irony involved in which I know there's going to be like entirely missed explanations for stuff. So yeah. you have to be like extra diligent to put them together and yeah. accept yeah. them. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's fair. Uh, but where, whereas I think it's so unfair to this film because I want to see what actually happened. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Walter Hill is not a bad director. No, no, not at like all. Christian brought up earlier. Like it seems like his movies are always getting fucked with and, cut and you know chopped up and the studios got their hands all over them and then edited for violence or whatever all these different things that happened to him uh, when he's making movies but i think so it might be the you fact wonder that, like what does his pure vision look like we don't know really <laughs> like, I, I think it might be like deep down was he ever supposed to make a movie like or was he supposed to make something different like it, well i don't know i mean the, i mean he's made lots of like, great movies i don't know if i would great... put this in his you know top five or whatever but like Maybe, but what, it's, what, it's I think really entertaining. To, it's just, it could have been up here. Yeah, I think right? what I'm trying to say is that we only have, like, X amount of mediums to to tell a visual story, right? You've got, like, what? you got theater, you got movies, TV shows, miniseries, maybe? Sure, which is TV anyway. Which is TV mm-hmm. anyway. And especially up until, like, when? The mid 2000s Mid to late? Like... Like what about thoughts? that app where you could watch those shows Quibi? on your <laughs> yeah, Quibi? Yeah, that lasted 15 <laughs> seconds and lost a hundred billion. That that's the way he should have gone with this. And what I, <laughs> what I mean is like it, 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 it ex- films like this make me really understand the limitations that creators have in these in, in this field, mm-hmm. where especially at the time 1987 they weren't trying to reinvent the wheel, like they weren't, you know, they weren't like. Oh, let's make Oz. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, and it would be interesting to too to look at the whole script because this was written by John Milius, who, the Tear Hunter. Yeah, he wrote fucking Apocalypse Now, Conan the Barbarian, Red Dawn, sure. Magnum Force. Like he wrote all these big movies, Jeremiah Johnson stuff. So, uh, I imagine the Is script was probably. Was no, no. What was his name? Uh, John Milius. Uh, I think you know. It, it would have been interesting to see the whole script and like how that was actually, how it was actually laid out where this, cause it, like we've talked about, it's just, it just feels like two separate things that eventually converge together. Well, that might be the fact that the other person who wrote this movie, Derek Washburn wrote silent running the deer hunter, extreme prejudice in the border. Oh yeah. Well, I mean the deer hunter is a heavy hitter. So that's what I'm really, saying. Like, yeah, you know, silent running, <laughs> but yeah, silent running, that's Dustin's second favorite movie. <laughs> It's my, it's my second favorite eco-science-fiction 70s movie with Bruce Dern on a spaceship by himself. You only have... How many how many of your movies in your top 10 are Bruce Dern movies? Eight? Eight, eight of them. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Bruce Dern. Uh, Is he from The Burbs? <laughs> yeah, he's in The Burbs. He's in The Burbs? The Burbs. Have you seen The Burbs, Christian? Oh, with uh, Tom Hanks? Oh, are you trying to be casual about it? Of course <laughs> yeah, it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> Um, 
I'm just trying to think of the like the bank robbery is is pretty fun. I like the way they look in their fucking with their fucking um yeah they're, they're hose, the like, hose over their faces yeah, like with this Michael yeah. Ironside's lips like, <laughs> I love that dirty that dirtiness like you're bringing up the warriors earlier Christian yeah. and I love that like yeah this is just what people are gonna look like in this moment it's it reminds you of them but uh, they look more kind of intimidating in oh a way, so right? much more yeah. but um. Yeah, especially uh, Michael Ironside's nose is like this. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, give me the money, give me the money. <laughs> Before my head explodes. Attack on Precinct 13, too, though. Like, just gritty. Like, people are... Everything's yeah. not... Like, we talk about a lot of movies nowadays where you've got people like The Rock or you've got well, Dwayne Johnson or you've got whoever who, like, you can't punch me this many times, right? Mm-hmm. And now you've got, like... These actors, the, san- the, the sanitized in, action, and the eighties, and it's like, all right, we're gonna make you look like fucking dog shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, you're gonna die. Yeah. And you're example, the bad guy. Yeah, a good example of that is even like at the finale is just like, uh, you see Powers Booth and like his white suit is just covered in dirt and he's like so sweaty and gross and he's just, it's just like like he's like people aren't afraid to look like shit but nowadays it's like oh we have to hit each other the uh, equal amount of times and I also have to look good while doing it. I thought Powers Booth looked like, like sexy as hell throughout this film. Oh no, I agree, but just like his white suit is just so like dirty and he's so sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's, it's yeah. true. If they remade this right now, like they'd recast William the William For- Forsyth part with like fucking I don't know Chris Pine or something because they'd be like, <laughs> we can't have anyone too ugly in no, this. Wait, but, <laughs> no wait, like Chris Pine would get dirty and ugly. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I'm just saying that like, they would cast a pretty person. Oh, I know. I'm just saying yeah. Chris Pine is yeah. not the one because I will, I will go. Oh, okay, sorry. I did not mean to step on your pine. <laughs> I, pine over here. I, like I Chris love. Pine. I love sorry, Chris Pine. I like him fine. I'm I, I, Chris, I think Chris Pine man. is going to end up being one of those guys that like Chris Pine isn't one of those. I don't know. He's not one of those fucking little bitches. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually a really good person. No, but going back to that, it's just like, uh, when I said I watched Darkman, like, like, uh, Larry Drake, like, he wouldn't be cast in anything anymore. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's it. Like, Dr. Giggles, no one's giving him a fucking... Dr. Giggles, yes. No one's giving him a paycheck. It's all like, you have to be beautiful or you can't be in my movie. That's how it is now. It really seems like it uh, a lot yeah. of the time. Um, every once in a while, I'll even because now it makes character like certain character actors stand out even more when you see them because you're like, oh yeah, okay, there is still some like not super hot looking people in movies every yeah. once in a while. But I want to jump. I want to piggyback on something that Christian said, which is that um, no one would star would cast Larry Drake right now, and I think that's actually incredibly impro- it Sorry, it's incredibly appropriate that nobody does cast him because he did pass away in 2016, <laughs> and I think it's really insensitive. <laughs> that you would say something like that because I can't imagine a Larry, dis- a Larry Drake type the disgusting yeah, filmmaker that yeah. would, would cast him in a film today Larry, so, L- Larry you're giving me nothing like come on it's give just me a, something it's, it's just grass growing we can at Larry's situation <laughs> <laughs> prop him up oh yeah you CGI you can, you can bring him back digitally yeah 100%. They're like, hey, now we have this hologram technology. You know who we need to bring back? Yeah, Larry Drake. They did it. They did it. They did it for that new fucking Ghostbusters. Oh my God, it's Harold Ramis. <laughs> oh, let's 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 speak on that. Did you watch? What did you think of the new Ghostbusters? Uh, honestly, uh, okay. So I went to see it with my girlfriend, and we we had the we had the brilliant idea of seeing it a Friday night. And okay, so we were sitting in the theater, and 
this family, I guess. All of these things, by the way, sound like this. normal stuff so far. Like we had this crazy no, no, idea. Know, we're I gonna know, go see this movie. I know, I know. Hey, it's gonna be a Friday. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> Boom. We're gonna sit yeah. while watching. Also outside the box thinking. <laughs> But you brought, no, but a, but you brought like, a rotisserie chicken with you, right? <laughs> no, no, but, yeah, we were watching the movie, and then this family just decided to sit around us, and they came late, so like we couldn't ask them to switch seats or anything. And like, they, uh, like their two kids were sitting to my left, and the parents to my right. This girl, this little girl, is just talking through the whole movie. The, the 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 mom's not doing anything. She crossed in front of me four times to get candy, and she had to take her daughter to the bathroom. And I just I I missed like the whole movie. I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't pay attention. I, <laughs> yeah, I could just see him. He's sitting there just like fuming. He's okay, no, it, 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 it was those lazy boy seats. I had my feet up, and this girl's walking in front of my view. I'm like, what? The, can you control this fucking little demon? I'm like, holy. <laughs> you shouldn't have moved your feet, are the man. Worst, aren't they? <laughs> I, I did. I did move my feet. She squeezed in between. You should have been like, go the other way. <laughs> go around. I know. I'm I'm not about to parade a little girl in a movie theater but like yeah. just like but you dreamed about like yeah like <laughs> friday night, like this is why i don't go on friday nights i go sunday at like 12 o'clock with no mm. one's there <laughs> well that's interesting that reminds me of dustin do you want to tell the story about the uh little girl during your uh your viewing of uh i was gonna say oh a boogie nights <laughs> and how you and how you dealt with her <laughs> I was like, "What are you? Why have you brought your child to this pornographic?" You're film? like, "I understand why you brought her. It's a great <laughs> yeah. film. He's an auteur." <laughs> but can you not get candy and soda before the film, <laughs> madam? <laughs> Control oh, your alien. Control. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the final set piece because it's it's pretty fucking. Wild. It's bonkers, aka Walter Hill's The Wild Bunch. I was gonna say, yeah. it is The Wild Bunch. Yeah. It's, not, it's definitely not as good as The Wild Bunch. No, but it's pretty fucking fun. No, it's pretty fun. I mean, yeah. back to the squibs, they go just ham in this scene. Because <laughs> you got Same. William Forsyth and that other dude up on those like machine gun turrets yeah. just mowing down all these guys. and like There's so yeah. much shooting and so many people. Uh, Tiny Lister gets shot and then gets yes. up and then just starts like yeah, that part fucking awesome. murking people. Yeah, he starts choking Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. He's like, ah! Is that what that guy's from? Yeah, yeah, that's him. It's wow. Lamar. Crazy. <laughs> that's the only reason. Like, I will. I went on IMDb. I'm like, oh, okay, that's who he is. And I moved on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know. Yeah, uh, no. But yeah, that whole part was awesome because Tiny Lister takes so many shotgun shots and. Oh yeah, uh, even even Michael Ironside, like he's just trying to get away from everyone. Yeah, just, like, just keeps getting shot in the back. Oh, also, uh, rest in power, Tidy. Didn't he? Yeah, pass he away died. He died a while back. Um, yeah, I think so. But yeah, and so then like Powers Booth and Nick Nolte were about to have their like standoff, like duel to the yeah. death, and then this all starts going off. And I don't know, it's just yeah. really fun, fun scene, and oh, absolutely, all built to this giant climactic moment. Um, and then it's funny that like after that's all over, they're like, okay, now let's have our <laughs> let's have our yeah. duel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even before it all goes down, like it's just like Cash Bailey coked up. He turns the uh, Marita Kachita Alonzo is like, show show us some tit if you you want to be useful. 
give us some motivation. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing though that I like that doesn't play totally. Like it was amusing, but it doesn't yeah. totally play because she's just gone back to this guy because she was in love with him. He he wanted her to come back to him. Yeah, it's just, just like shit. he's now he's just like this evil, like totally evil guy that says like the most terrible shit to her and stuff. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of context to like what is no, happening well, that, that's, in Mexico. That's just, that's just how men are. Once we have something, we don't <laughs> yeah. care about it anymore. <laughs> We're like, we, we got it. That's, that's you don't have to show any. Because he comes to her and is like, I sure would love to have you back. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Mr. He sensitive guy, and he's just like, baby, you think I'd be risking my balls coming over the border if I didn't want to see you? And just like try to smooth talk her. And then unless he's got her there, like next time we see them, Nick yeah. Nolte comes down and she's like. He's like, oh yeah, things aren't working out between us. <laughs> it's like, oh, we didn't even yeah, get a, we didn't yeah, even get a single like, scene where it's like showing the deterioration yeah. of the, Man, of like, the I relationship. Really missed her, really. But like, bro, she is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure, you can, stop you can take her yeah. off my hands. Just take her yeah. back. I yeah, I, I just wish she had more to do as well because like Running Man and Predator Two, like she's yeah. great in those, but like. All right, well, those were some technical difficulties. We're back. It's been uh, nothing to you, uh, <laughs> half an hour, 45 minutes for us. But I think we're, we're, not, we're not looking back we're, like, to what we were, were recording, but we're, we're talking about the duel, I think. I think that's where we left off. Yeah, final duel. They had the big, we had the big shootout scene, and Nick Nolte and Powers Booth are going to do like an a, an old fashioned duel here and, and shoot each other. I mean, very much a western again, like we were talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, it, like Powers Booth just giving it his all here. He's just like, he's like, come on, like Nick Nolte. He's like, come on, man, I'll take you back. It, like you could still quit this, and he's like, I can't. I'm in too deep. Yeah, that's all he says. <laughs> I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. That's all you need. Blows him away. <laughs> just uh, again, great squibble. I, I would also like to uh, just touch on one thing before. When they're back at the Mexican brothel, I've never seen in movies. Uh, Powers Booth does the old two fingers of the coke and yeah, like, yeah, two yeah. in the nostril. Never seen that before. Just wanted to touch on that. Quick, uh, no, quick bump. Uh, <laughs> double bump. Yeah, I, double bump. This is a, <laughs> this might be a little blue for our podcast but that's usually in reference to more like like fingering a girl or something like there's always like a weird like a thing is sometimes you have like a power play in a movie uh-huh. where a guys like yeah i did that <laughs> <laughs> that might have been just james uh it's probably just powers booth doing actual cocaine on the set of the movie yeah. <laughs> anyway, powers booth was like yeah, I'll squander some of this free cocaine to look cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way um, I can get any sweatier. Might as well. I mean, and then, like, Maria Conchita Alonso is still there, and then, like, don't they ask her to count down? And she's just like, you're both fucking crazy. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I love think... both of us, you're fucking... You love both of us, you fucking piece of meat. Which one's it going to be? <laughs> I think at the end, like, let, tell me she doesn't go back with Nick Nolte after all that. <laughs> I Well, it ends It ends very, like, right after the duel. It's very so sudden. Like, I, I guess so, maybe. Like, they walk I, off together, like, yeah, just going to walk out of Mexico. <laughs> I, do, I do like that kind of, like, uh, you know, you get the white suit now. That he, yeah. when he says to the Mexican gang there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he puts on his hat. And then right, just, yeah. Like, I ain't gonna... working for no gringos no more. Back to the way it used to be. 
yeah, he has to make a little deal there. I forgot to bring up earlier um, when Nick Nolte's already in the bar with Powers Booth. He's 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 helped those guys get out of jail because he now knows that they're these government soldiers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Michael Ironside tells his crew, "Yeah, we're gonna kill Nick Nolte too because we can't leave any yeah. witnesses to this shit." And they're like, "Fuck no, man!" Like they're like, "No, he's a good guy. He, like he let us out. He helped us with the mission." Like, yeah, actually, and so probably... William Forsythe goes to him in the bar and is like, "Hey, heads mm-hmm. up! Like, watch out!" Like, uh, something. Something that's kind of cool about that scene, and a testament to like the writing is that th- they're not all just like, "Oh yeah, like he was a good guy. He's like he, he like let me out of jail." They're like, mm-hmm. "No, he's like a honorable man." who is like doing his job and they think a, a little bit deeper that's like that's when we start to see them question michael ironside's orders yeah like, but like what's yeah. going on here like you're fucking up yeah i i i also really like what clancy brown says he's like oh seems kind of odd he's like what do you mean it's like oh killing a, a man who's loyal to his job and to his country that's it's what i like, meant we're giving yeah. orders god damn it blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right and that's why i felt like they were not just like they're not just doing a job. They're actually like content. Like, why are we doing this? What are we doing this for? And they have that scene yeah. in the in the is it in the, the bus? Van or bus? Yeah, yeah. When, when they're talking about like, I'm doing this because. Yeah, William Forsythe says like, William, yeah. you know, might as well do something for my country and do it with my his buddies and yeah, I, I love my country and I love my my friends, my friends. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it was nice. It was just <laughs> kind of a sweet moment. Yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. That's the kind of stuff we could have done with a little bit more of in the movie for sure. But let's uh, let's rate it so that we can play Christian's game that he's got for us. Yeah. All right, uh, Christian. I want uh, you to last. If oh, that's yeah, okay. We gotta put his numbers in, don't we? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So we'll put them in live as you tell them to us. But Christian, uh, I'll go first. I'm really gra- glad I got to watch this movie. Um, I think we should do a thing at the end where we say, should you watch this film? Yeah, you should watch this film. It's a great movie. If you haven't watched it, watch like watch it now. Uh, I gave it a 7 as a reaction, and overall I got a 6.4. Uh, I also had a 7 reaction and a 6.8 overall score. And uh, I had a 6 reaction and a 5.8, so coming oh, in low classic again. Classic Stingy James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, personal reaction... For me, it was a seven. I got a uh, six point. Well, give us well, your give us all your numbers, and we'll enter them into okay. we'll enter them into our our program. Okay, sounds good. Uh, okay, so plot five, action and kills eight because those squibs. Oh my goodness! I mean, plot five. Yeah, uh, plot five, uh, action and kills eight, pacing six, quotes and tropes five, and personal reaction seven. I believe that's six point two. Well, you're lower than me. Well, that means that uh, Dustin and I, I'm John, this is Dustin, and we <laughs> liked it more than our guests. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I liked it just fine. It's just like... There's not a lot uh, of qu- good quotes, but I gave it a no, seven. No, yeah, yeah. There are there are some really good quotes. There are some good ones. And, and, and Rip Torn and Powers Booth, but like, not it's like not, a lot. Not, There's a few right. here and there. Doesn't some so, of this yeah. go, go into but like... I the, put it in the, the tropes, because the tropes, I think, are mostly pretty good. Yeah. But doesn't some of if no, this was like if if this was like like ricochet quotes and tropes were like a fucking eight right. or nine like yeah, that shit yeah, was for sure. hilarious yeah there, I think there should be something to, to be said for like uh, almost like a uh, like tropes 
like Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like you, yeah. like you brought like like you were the first one that said, "Do you smell what the rock is cooking?" You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, 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 like there should be a thing where it's like, oh no, like some of you guys invented these things. Right. There were there were some good lines in this, but there what they weren't like every every couple lines no like i mean no, the, the no. lies but the tropes and stuff like that like yeah. a lot of that is just like yeah. okay this was like yeah it's true because you guys even, created even the, this yeah even for the plot it's very basic and like even with like the whole like soldier thing it kind of made it a little confusing for me so like that's why i put it at a five i'm like yeah like it's like it's like nothing crazy we've seen before but it's just like more of the same yeah so that's overall 6.3 so that is a tie at 84 with 48 hours. What? What? Oh, <laughs> hi Invasion USA. Oh, shit. And Taken. Okay. Well, Christian, do you want to go first or last when we decide? Uh, where, where I'll we're go gonna... last. Uh, John, what do you got? You got any thoughts? What was the number again? 84. 84. 48 hours, Invasion USA, and Taken. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have thoughts right away, actually, so I'll just jump in. I think I, I think 48 hours is the more cohesive movie, and then you've got a bit of humor. Uh, you know, Eddie Murphy, of course, is fantastic. The way they play off each other is great in that movie. I think action-wise, like Extreme Prejudice has an edge on action for 48 hours. But overall, I do think 48 hours is a better movie. And Invasion USA is just fucking crazy. It's crazy. And so I would have to put it after Invasion USA and before Taken, I think. All right. Well, I'm going to say that I totally agree with Dustin. 48 hours is a is a better complete gift of a film. Right. Um, I think Extreme Prejudice has had the potential to be a lot more, a lot more life, and a, a way bigger like hitter than it yeah, was. Yeah, it's it's kind of a frustrating movie in some ways because there's so much good shit in it, but it's like this could have been next level. Also, the cast is cast is so great. Um, it's fucking it's a, amazing. It's, a, it's an easy movie to rewatch just because it's a fun cast and there's like lots of fun shit. I, I yeah. that's a great point and that's what I was going to say. I think this is an incredibly rewatchable movie, kind of like a mini series that you might watch, mm-hmm. except for it's just a little bit too short. And I think that this would have been a great mini series, it would have been a great right. TV show, and I I think that if they had to add those extra 44 minutes, I think this could be up there with like some of the classic like that would have gone down for me. Then. You know what I mean? Down for <laughs> this. Too long. Too, too long. There's too long. a lot of really cool stuff. But actions. It's, 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 we'll it's, never know, and I could have been totally wrong, and I probably would have been. So I'm going to put this behind 48 Hours and ahead of Invasion US. Wow. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I I'm going to agree with Dustin, and I'm going to put it behind Invasion USA. Uh, Invasion USA is just like that movie is crazy, so crazy, crazy movie. <laughs> um, and Taken is good for like what it was. I mean, it's more of like a thriller kind it, it, of. It feels like a kind of a movie that's sort of like very much of its time, and we're, yeah, like, oh, yeah. we're not really into that style at the moment. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't. I didn't bring up Taken because like I didn't really think about it. Right. Um, so for me, it goes behind Invasion USA. Uh, I would I would have to agree with you both. I think behind Invasion USA, but like 
I do love Extreme Prejudice. I like it a lot, but it's it's more me thinking of what it could have been. Like yeah. what we got yeah. is is great, but like if it was a little better, I would put it above Invasion USA. But like I would rather watch Invasion USA again over this. But I still love this movie, no doubt. It's like it's like picking yeah. your favorite child. It's kind of hard. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. how it is on these on our yeah. these shows. Anyway. Exactly. So I'll say this: while Christian and I are both romantics, one of us believes in true love and one of us doesn't. <laughs> while James and Dustin believe in nothing, this movie uh, violence. This I think movie violence. falls below Invasion USA, but ahead of Taken. It's our new number eighty-six. There it goes. Yeah. Okay. it's funny sometimes when we do these and we do like a, a movie like by a director it ends up somewhere on the list like right by their other movie that I know it's, it's weird, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He, he's uh I think he's making it he's filming another movie actually is he yeah it's called uh I was looking up at IMDB it's called dead for a dollar yeah. it has Willem Dafoe nice Christoph Waltz I'm in and Benjamin Bratt so interested Cool. Yeah, I think we got to do Last Man Standing on the show sometime. That's a oh, weird, that movie is, funny that movie. Yeah, that movie's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so this movie makes it a uh, hundred and ninety-six movies on our list. Holy! We shit. are really Oy. close to two hundred. We're also really close to a very special feature, which is games with Christian. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Some some post gaming. Okay, I came up with a little easy game here. Uh, it's called Back of the Box. It's the world's greatest Blu-ray and DVD movie description game. I am excited. So basically, I got some DVDs and Blu-rays here, and I'm just going to read the back of the box, and you just got to guess what movie it is. But I'm going to make it just a little bit more difficult. Like if there's an actor's name or a character's name, I'm just going to say blank. Okay. So I'm, it's mostly going to be the plot. And if I get through it, and you guys still can't guess it, I'll throw out stuff like uh, supporting actor or the year it was made okay. and like stuff like that. Okay. Uh, all right. But uh, here's oh, the we catch. Just gotta, we got to buzz once, in here? Yeah, yeah, you guys can buzz. But uh, if you guess once and you are wrong, then you are out for the movie. Do we buzz with our Okay, you can't, you can't like guess after you've, if you've made an, um, the wrong guess, then yeah, you yeah, can't. You can't yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't guess okay, on that so, one. So do we buzz with our name? Because when we say buzz, we're all going to sound the same. <laughs> buzz, 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 buzz. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> just, just say your name then. That's cool. Okay. We will start with movie number one. John. Blank is a is special <laughs> agent. <laughs> blank is special agent. Blank, although to his wife, blank, he is just a boring computer salesman. When Blake uh, James. Unexpectedly <laughs> oh, I think James, James. buzzed. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes, James. Oh. No. That's why it's John. Buzz John. Okay, I'll start again. Dustin got that. Dustin. Is it true lies? It is true lies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One point. Oh, you didn't add the fact that you're actually like reading these from the back of DVDs that oh, you no, own. I, yeah, yeah, back of the box. Yeah, there you it should is. be true lies. I know, but I think that you should have said that because I don't think that I, I did. Able... He said well, he did say that. It's in the name. It's in the name. <laughs> what do you think I have this for? I you hide in them. Secrets. <laughs> okay, we'll do the. I next love one. it. I love it. Okay. Oh, this one's long. Okay, I'll try to shorten it. Okay. 
Uh, movie number two. When an explosion jolts Boston, bomb squad expert blank blank is thrust into the most harrowing work of his career. Evidence points to a bomber more dangerous Dustin? and skilled. Yes. Is it live wire? No, it is not live wire. Damn. You're out. Okay. Where all right. All right. Now we got a chance. <laughs> okay. Now we got a chance. Okay. Evidence points to a bomber more dangerous and skilled than any he's ever faced, except one. The possibility that the terrorist is oh his my God. mentor blank. I know what this is, and I don't. I I'm never gonna get and it. <laughs> that's friends and family. Too bad I can't guess again. Action. <laughs> blank is forced to face not only his bitter enemy but also his haunting past. So here's the thing: neither of us are gonna get this. I know this. I <laughs> I I saw this. I can tell you when I saw this and where I saw this. Okay, I. Well, but Dustin, I can tell do you, you like want it? Dustin, do you want to see No, no, he can, he can do some yeah, go ahead. clues. No, I give you hints. I, I give you hints. I, I usually know it's not going to happen. Supporting actor, Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. <laughs> think of the most generic movie name you can think of. That's what it is. <laughs> the what? The most for generic a, movie bom- name you can think of. For a bomber thriller. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Fine, John. Yes? Um... <laughs> The big bomber. <laughs> it's blown away. Do you want to guess? Uh, yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> it's blown away. Okay, who got that? Was well, I didn't. Nobody. Nobody, nobody got yeah, it. James gets it. James, by gets, it. <laughs> James gets it because Dustin cheated. Okay, fine. Uh, we'll give it to James. Okay. I wasn't even allowed to guess. You didn't oh, know. It's, it's cool. <laughs> Okay, uh, here's the movie number three. Uh, blank, blank, and blank star as captivating crime-fighting trio who are masters of disguise, espionage, and martial arts. When a devious mastermind embroils them into a plot to destroy individual privacy, the blank, aided by their loyal sidekick, blank, set out to bring down the bad guys, but when a terrible secret is revealed, it makes the blank targets for assassination. Holy shit, I have no fucking idea what, what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I try to make it a little harder. Okay, uh, here is a hint. Soundtrack includes Destiny's Child. Okay, I, yeah, I know what it is. John, is yes. it um, Charlie's Angels? It is Charlie's Angel. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I thought so. It was, I was, I was okay. calling it on the blanks because my automatic was uh, Ninja Turtles, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just trying to make it a little more difficult. No, that was great. That was That's great. just me being an asshole. Okay. Okay, we'll try this one now. Movie number, I forgot, I lost count. Four. The Townies of Prosperity, Arizona will all become screaming smorgasbord if mutated arachnids as big as it yet as, uh, as Oh, hey, hey, John. Yes. Is it Eight-Legged Freaks? Yes, yeah. it is Eight-Legged Freaks. Who got that one, John? No, Dustin got it. Oh, it's Dustin? Okay. That's great, Okay. Movie number five. FBI agent Flynn blank is on a mission Transport a federally pro- pro- protected witness from John, Hawaii John. to Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, is it bulletproof? It is not bulletproof. Mm. Oh. Continue reading. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, where was it? Oh, yeah, from Hawaii to Los Angeles, so the government can put a brutal mob boss behind bars. But just as the plane reaches 30,000 feet, hundreds of venomous snakes are unleashed, <laughs> causing violent mayhem. Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. Snakes on a plane. Yes, snakes nice. on a motherfucking plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny that we haven't done that one yet. Oh, it just goes to show uh, cocaine uh, fueled cinema right here. <laughs> oh, what if we did this? Done. <laughs> Green light. Absolutely. Uh... Okay. Movie number, I forget the number. Uh, in this explosive act, action-packed thriller, rookie cop Blank has come a long way from the tr- tough city streets of his childhood. Blank escaped to become a cop while his good friend Blank... Hi, John. Yes? Is it The Departed? No. Mm. Okay. Okay, his good friend Blank became a street hustler, dealing drugs and stealing cars. Then Blank's life changes forever. The night his arrest of a ruthless psychotic killer is captured on video by a bystander and is picked up by the TV news. <laughs> Dustin. Yes. Ricochet. Bobby! <laughs> Ricochet. Ricochet. Oh my god. You tricksy bastard. Oh, <laughs> well yeah, some of these you've done, some of these you haven't. Okay, here's another one. Air travel says the FAA says, oh yeah, the FAA says, but the FAA never figured a risk with blank on board. Uh... He has masterminded four terrorist attacks. Soon there will be a fifth. And the bad news for passengers of flight one sixty five. Uh, John. Yep. Is it passenger fifty seven? Oh, look at that grab! Good for you. <laughs> nice. Um, nice I'm, catch. I'm definitely not getting any more. <laughs> I didn't on. even get the first one. <laughs> I got so. a bunch left. Don't worry, I got a bunch left. Uh, jingle all the way. <laughs> uh, sadly, no. Okay. If that was in the file, I would have given it to you just for shit. <laughs> okay, this next one. Uh, blank is Smoke, the king of Cali, the undefeated and undisputed racing champion. His dominant uh, title. Oh. Is it yes? uh, the Fast and the Furious? It is not the Fast and the Furious, no. Yeah, along those lines, though. Okay, his dominance and title are challenged by Kid, a fierce young racing prodigy in this electrifying story of modern-day daredevils and the ultimate race to win the survival of the fastest. Uh, Dustin, is it is it Torque? It is not Torque, no. Oh, shit. James, oh. Come on, James, James, do you want a hint? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, supporting actor is Orlando Jones. Orlando oh. Jones. Okay, uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Come on, James. <laughs> Want me to give you another one? Sure, I'm, I'm drawing a complete blank. Derek Luke. Oh, shit. I'm just trying to envision Kid Rock. Whatever happened to Derek Luke? This movie, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you one more hint. I, I, it won't matter, because <laughs> I won't get it. it. <laughs> Motorcycles. Motorcycles. We've seen this, we've seen this movie, James. Not, it, not, not, not torque, but is it Biker Boys? Ah, he got one <laughs> with a little help. 
with the biker little boys. Biker boys. Biker boys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I own this, but I do. Oh yeah, no. James and I remember we watched that one time. Yeah. And the laughter. Oh yeah. Torque is aw- Torque is way better. Torque way is better. great. Okay. Uh, we'll do another one. This one's short. Blu-ray ones are always shorter. On the run from a lethal assassin, a wily con artist deceives a scheme to find out. To, no, to hide out inside a small town police station. However, when the hitman turns up, oh, James. oh, John. oh, I think James, James got that. Yeah. Uh, is it cop shop? It sure is. Nice. Look at this coming on strong late here. Oh yeah, you're coming on. Okay. Uh, here's one more. No, not one more. I have a bunch more, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Everyone wants a piece of the, a piece of the action. And the treasure as blank and blank take on a ruthless gang in this high caliber thriller in the rubble of a four alarm blaze blank and blank two arkansas firemen discover a map leading to a fortune in stolen gold in an abandoned what? east state louise <laughs> uh projects uh what they don't know is that the building is headquarters to a vicious mob led by the notorious king james not uh, LeBron James mm-hmm. and save on when the firefighters accidentally witness the mob executing one of their enemies they become the gang's next targets in this pulse pounding thrill fest the fuck is this yeah I'm not I'm not sure what this is um okay I'll give you a hint Walter Hill it's a Walter Hill movie oh Dustin oh. is it is it Streets of Fire it is not Streets of Fire no, no. here's another hint oh, James you can have these points yeah I have no idea Iced tea. No, it's not, it doesn't matter. Iced tea. No. I'm not going to get okay. this. Yeah. I'm a dumb... It is, tr- it is trespass. James would have got that. I'm going to give that to him. He would have got that. <laughs> I wouldn't have got okay, it. Okay. We'll, we'll give it to James. <laughs> okay, up to end the score. Dustin, four. James, three. John, two. Let's see you I never saw trespass, you know? Uh, no? Iced tea. I'll have to do it on the show. Bill Paxton. Iced tea and Ice Cube. In one fucking movie? It's an icy goodness. Hey, one more water, please. It's a, it's just water. <laughs> Sorry, hold on just a sec. James is grabbing a sparkling water. Ooh. He's getting sweaty because he might win. He's a bubbly. <laughs> a bubbly. Ooh. These are the Michael Bublé's. Okay. Okay. Uh, blank is Captain Ivan Denko a by-the-book Russian detective who partners with a fearless but... Un- uh, Dustin. Oh. Is it Red Heat? It's Red Heat, Dustin. Oh, my God. And I've never like seen a- Red Heat. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty wacky. It's fun. You got to deal with Jim Belushi, but it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This should be easy. You guys done it recently. An elite squad of Navy SEALs on a covert mission to transport a prisoner off a CIA black site island prison. Oh, shit, I picked this uh, James. Oh, James. Is it one shot? It's one shot. Yes. So I did it. I just want to say that I did a uh, blood test recently. And it said I was, I was uh, deficient in B12. Oh, yeah. And uh, I looked up what B12 was. This is a true story. It says I need to eat more meat, red meat. Which I'm trying to cut down on, but it says <laughs> that it can it can lead to uh, like mental deficiency oh, yeah. blocks, memory gaps. Mm. 
Oh, mm-hmm. so you're, you're giving us some excuses So here. all I'm saying is I want points on... I want points. <laughs> I get the sympathy points. Okay, I, I have... <laughs> I have blood work. I have blood work that shows that this is true. Yeah. So for, for so for games going forward, I just want points on all the games. So I, okay. I start I start with an extra like. Right. You want six. Points. You want a handicap. Oh uh, yeah. That's what. I'll give you some bonus points. So points. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's the next one. Superstar Blank rages against the machines in this mind-blowing sci-fi action thriller. In the year of 2035. Dustin? Yes? Is it The Matrix? No, it is not The Matrix. Mm. Uh, John? In the year 2035, technology... John? Yeah, Buzz, yeah. Uh, what is VR yes. Troopers? <laughs> <laughs> is that joke answer or real? No, for real, I don't <laughs> My... uh, Okay, uh, in the year 2035, technology and robots are trusted part of everyday uh, life. James? Yep. Is it iRobot? It is iRobot! Wow. Congratulations, Gene. Controversial choice. You guys are good at this. That's with well, the, yeah, uh, the face I, slapper. Yeah, I was going to say, as my hint, uh, this guy is uh, recently in the news a lot. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. He's in a lot of memes lately. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot of memes. Okay, uh, let's do one more. Set among the stunning islands of Hawaii. Blank and Blank stars two undercover federal federal agents. James. Yes. Is it Hard Ticket to Hawaii? <laughs> oh my God! Look at that! Holy yes. shit! Oh! James wow. is the lead. Wow. He's dusting you, Dustin. Oh, no kidding. Okay. He's on uh, the ball here. Okay. There are a thousand ways to raise your adrenaline, and today, Hitman Blank. We'll need every one. Oh, uh, James. Yes. Is it uh, Crank? It is Crank. Oh! Look at this. He's just walking away with it. <laughs> walking away. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. I got a few more. I got a few more. You could maybe come back. Okay. Action superstar Blank powers a nail-biting thriller that crackles with action and suspense. When Blank became chief of police in a sleepy town, he thought he'd left uh, James. Yes. Is it Last Stand? No, it's not Last Stand. <laughs> uh, no. no. He thought he'd it... left. Yeah. No, no, finish reading. <laughs> he thought he'd left behind the traumas of his career as a big city hostage negotiator. But when a random crime escalates into a deadly standoff, Blank finds himself thrust into a situation more volatile and terrifying than anything he could ever imagine. Hmm. Want to give you hints? Yeah, I might need a hint on this one. It sounds familiar, but oh, you you might like that. Uh, you'd love this, John. Supporting actor Kevin Pollak. <laughs> Is it? I mean, my first thought was the negotiator. Yeah, I thought of that too, but it doesn't sound right. He was not a small town sheriff. No. It... Okay, I'll do, uh, another supporting actor, Ben Foster. I love oh. Ben Foster. Um. I'm not gonna. I will. I know right now. I'll not get this. Dustin, is it? Is it hostage? It's hostage. Ding 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 ding. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Is that a good movie? I remember liking it when I it's, saw it in the theater, but I haven't seen it since then. It's entertaining. It's something special, but it's fun. Okay. Uh, I'll do two more. Okay. Second last one. Uh, where are we here? 
Okay, noted producer director blank navigates this harrowing journey of four suburban men into the nightmarish neighborhood of Chicago's crime-infested underworld when four young men blank 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 take a wrong turn on their it's way to the, a boxing match. It's a st- no, judgment movie. It's judgment. Huh? It's judgment. I dusted. Oh my god. Okay, See, perfect. This is, okay, this, now we have this, a tie between judgment game. <laughs> okay. John, so the, the problem final... is John. I think can think of the movie, but he can't think of what it's called. That's the problem. Is like I can, <laughs> if it was a describe this movie in in incredible <laughs> detail, I would yeah. be like, let's dance. So I know. I yeah, just can't like, come up with that it, the title. Yeah. 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 But I'm just making it a little bit more difficult. If I named the main actor, I'd be like, oh, it's this movie. No, it's awesome. This is this no, is no, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For the tiebreaker. Uh, I'm gonna do a comedy. Just wait. You guys can I still? Can I? John's no, no, okay, okay. This? Okay, can, I, John, can I? Can I buzz in and give my points to who I want? <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll do, to we'll, me, right, John? John, John, if you answer this, you, you'll win. How's about that? You okay, sure. oh. okay. So, so like this one is for all the marbles. Even though Dustin and James are t- just say fuck it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. It is a comedy. I think you guys will like this one. Middle America will never be the same when comedian blank travels to the Midwest and becomes the blank. Oh, uh, James. Uh, Is it son-in-law? It's son-in-law! Holy shit! You got that from that? (laughs) I know you guys love Biodome, so I threw that in, and I don't own Biodome. Uh, James, congratulations. Well earned. Dustin. (sighs) Finally. <laughs> I can't believe you got that from that. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, how do, Middle America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, no problem. Well, Christian, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast. Is there yeah. anything you want to? Plug? Thanks for thanks for being a patron too, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Oh. Yeah, I know. Uh, I I I did sign up at the full tier, but I had to knock it down a little bit just because. Hey, uh, no, we're know, not. Ontario, we don't whine Ontario about Ontario gas prices and housing market <laughs> are affecting me really bad. No, so, no, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, no. I, uh, yeah, it's fine. We we appreciate the support. Oh like, man, thank you so much. Oh no, much. of course, of course. Always. Uh, uh, well, okay, always. What's, your we'll hold you <laughs> what's your Patreon? Plug that first, and then I'll plug whatever I need. James, plug the Patreon. Uh, well, the Patreon's at Action Action Podcast, and uh, yeah, sign up. Um, make us pick a movie. Make us pick a movie. There's some extra content, and we're, we're trying to up our extra content to get more on there, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, check us out. Yeah. And, um, For sure. That's I it. still need to pick a movie, so I'll let you guys know. <laughs> well, this didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could count. We'll see. I mean, maybe the next time. Uh, yeah, but uh, how about Letterboxd? Uh, Letterboxd.com slash Dilco, D-I-L-C-O. I, uh, I, I'm an amateur movie reviewer, and I'm on there all the time. I have no life. <laughs> Well, thank you, uh, thank you so much for being on again, and uh, everybody else. We'll see you next week. All right.
Let's go.